can't say it enough. I'm never giving it up. I just love it so much. I love, I love fishing. Man, I love fishing. I can't say it enough. I'm nope. never giving it up. I nope. just love it so much. I yep. love, I love fishing. Man, I love fishing. And that's what I do. I can't say it enough. I'm nope. never giving it up. I nope. just love it so much. I yep. love, I love fishing. Man, I love fishing. And that's what I do. From deep in the heart of Central Texas, it's the Best of the Outdoors podcast, brought to you by Texas Fish and Game Magazine, the voice of the Texas Outdoor Nation. I'm your humble host, Dustin Von Warnke, the hostess with the mostest, joined today at the Go Fish Cam Labs area um, with Adam Kahn. How are you doing today, Adam? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you, and um, I, I just, I really enjoy having new guests on the podcast but i'm very protective about who i have on the podcast because it is something that i want all of my listeners to um to enjoy and to really get something out of and i got something out of our conversation last week when we had lunch about using technology and fishing and you've been doing studies on on how people use technology and fishing how it's therapeutic how it is uh, beneficial to overall you know not just recreation but overall life and I'd just like for you to talk about, you know, some of your experiences. Yeah, sure. So, so the project started as an exploration of our uh, affiliate angler network. So we, okay. we have these hundreds of customers who send us videos and, and love talking to us about how they use the camera. And, and so I started interviewing them. And what I learned very quickly was there's something going on here. Th- sure. This is... This is we we had originally created this this camera uh, as a as kind of a, a cool thing and a, and a tool, but we didn't really understand how uh, how how amazing what people were learning from it really was. Uh, so so as I started to do these interviews, I started to to figure out there's there's an interesting it's it's almost like an emerging field of science happening here, yeah. uh, where where people are. They're, they're collecting this footage and it's teaching them things that I would have never uh, expected. It's, it's, it's actually pretty amazing. So the, the gift of feedback, right? I mean, that's really what it's, what it's giving them is the, is, is, is the Go Fish Camp, for instance, is giving them the gift of feedback and seeing what the fish is doing underwater. Absolutely. There's, there's uh, feedback from the fish. There's, there's uh, environmental things that people notice. They, they can see things in structure that they never would have seen before. I mean, a lot of people use fish finders today. That's kind of the, 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 hot s- thing. the yeah. standard Intel collecting device uh, in the world of fishing today. And it's an incredible technology. It was a, a huge leap forward. But one thing that's, uh, that's kind of emerging from these interviews is people who use fish finders together with underwater fishing cameras yes. Are actually learning more, and they're they're actually learning that a lot of times their fish finder isn't actually accurate. Okay. There's there's something that it sees. Uh, one example, I was talking to a guy who was saying he kept finding these huge fish. It turns out it was a small school of bait fish clumped together. The oh, sonar thought okay. it was one big fish, and so things like that. There's also the, there was one guy who was uh, he was uh, over a shipwreck off the, the in the Caribbean, and he. He put his camera down, and it turns out, no, it actually wasn't 
a, a viable fishing spot because the wreck had rusted away so much. All that was left was a, a couple steel beams wow. that were basic. The fish finder thought it was a wreck. It thought it was a full structure. Huge, yeah, right. But it, in reality, it wasn't. And and so the he was he was looking for sharks. His story is really cool, actually. He was he was uh, he has a charter group that takes veterans out as a form of therapy, uh, veterans to help them overcome their PTSD from, from the military. Right. Um, and so he takes them out and they, they do a lot of shark fishing around, uh, wrecks. And so, uh, it, it was, it's an incredible story. I think what he's doing, uh, uh, it's really amazing, but I thought it was so interesting that they were sitting over this wreck that they thought was their money ground. They right. thought it was their, their honey hole. Uh, and it turns out it wasn't even right. It was just small fish cause it wasn't the right type of structure. <laughs> But it tells you, I mean, video feedback, like, for instance, when you and I first met each other, it was this summer at ICAST, right? And what I found was you had videos that were submitted by people that were using your product that basically were showing fish going up and following a, a bait or going up and slamming a bait or going up and investigating it. But you could see feedback how that all made sense underwater. And I thought that was fascinating because, I mean, yeah, there, there, there are other underwater cameras and stuff like that, but yours is in line and actually hangs in, uh, you know, goes in line with the bait. So you can actually see the fish up close and personal as it comes up to the bait. Yeah, absolutely. So you can see every reaction uh, of every fish that's in the water looking at your bait. You can see exactly what species are down there. Uh, the, the Being able to watch... Uh, the way the bait and the lure behaves in the water, the presentation, yes. Yes. and then being able to see the fish behave and react specifically, not just not just trial and error to mm -hmm. see, I threw this one out 10 times and I caught one fish versus I caught two fish. For, it's You can actually see the way they per perceive the, the, the lure, the, how, how far away they were when they really noticed it and came in, if they shy away, if they kind of tail it for a while, you can really start to learn their behavior. And it, th these videos people are getting, they're just incredible. You, you can understand so much. And, and the, here, here's something that most people don't know is the, the light level at a different depth in a different water on a different day is going to change. And depending on the color of the lure, this was something I was talking to a guy out of New York who he was dropping his camera down and measuring how far down it was and mm -hmm. checking the light levels. And, and so he was learning, depending on the day and the conditions, one lure is going to be better than the other because the light's penetrating deeper because so, of yeah. all sorts of factors like algae and cloud cover and, and, uh, and if there was recent rain, so there's more particulate in the water. And all of these things play into it. But once you get a certain depth, you can't see it from the surface. There's no way to know. It's light transmission. It's how light gets through yes, the water. Yes, right, so, so, right, so, yes. Okay. So something he was telling me that I thought was just fascinating. Near the top of the water or when it's really bright and the light penetrates, that's when the colors start to matter. Because then, then you actually have enough light to, to tell what's going on. Okay. But as you get deeper and the colors start to wash out because there's just not enough light getting down there, it's it changes so so he was figuring out uh, he would he would put a lure as far away uh, as he could possibly get from the uh, from the camera without b losing sight of sure, it sure. and then he would test different colors to see which one popped the most I see. and his theory was and he proved it with with uh, with video footage showing 
this worked was if I can see it, the more I can see it, the more yeah. the fish can see it. Yeah. And so that was the big thing. It wasn't necessarily that they were attracted to a color. It was they they could see it. The visibility right. was there. Right, 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 right. And right. that's that that's something at different heights and, and, and light penetration levels that it changes every day you're on the water. And it, without being able to actually see what it is, you're just going to be guessing. Yeah. And it takes some of the guesswork out of it with using technology. And in this case, not necessarily fish finders or depth finders or anything like that that have temperature feedback and all that other stuff and, and sonar and all those things. This is multimedia feedback, right? It's video in, in its purest form attached to the line. So if you're going after something that's, you know, a marlin or something like that in, in, in open water, blue water, you know, deep sea, or you're, uh, you're up close fishing for a redfish or a, or a you know, trout like we have here in Texas, whatever the case, maybe a flounder, you get to see real, you know, not really real time. I mean, how, how does the GoFish program work as far as the, uh, the feedback on your, um, on your phone? So the, the camera is wireless, so that means that, that's how it can attach uh, to close, the line. close to, to the line, close to the hook. That's how it, mm -hmm. it keeps a, a view on the hook at all times. Uh, wireless transmission can't go through water. There is no technology currently that exists. Right. So right, when, right. when it's underwater, it's not going to be transmitting live stream okay. to your phone. That's good enough. Yeah. Um, so so when, you, when you reel back in, that's when you can connect it to your phone and review It what downloads happened. the data mm -hmm. every yes. time it, it's out of the water. Yes. So, oh, so, that's cool. So you can connect it to your phone right there on the water and review the last cast or the last, if you're trolling, you can reel it back in and see what happened. Huh. Uh, we, we actually have a lot of lure companies uh, do R&D yeah. with, uh, with the camera because they can see they can see one how their lure is moving whether it's doing what they thought it would when they when they made a design change mm -hmm. but the other thing that they do is I, I know a charter captain who uh, who was testing lures uh, when he was trolling he used an umbrella well not lures but using an umbrella rig sure yeah, uh, and, rig, yeah. and he 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 was testing colors just a straight up a B test he rigged half up blue and half up yellow and he wanted to see what was what was causing a strike on the same rig on the same rig okay so 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 they could have a choice then between the yeah okay yep, the yep. different colors so, okay. so he was he was watching the footage of seeing which which ones they were attracted to sure. and and uh, and he found out well the yellows just weren't doing anything the the blues were what uh, was bringing everything in so then he changed it all over to blue and all of a sudden bam he's getting just smashed left and right because that's what they were interested in. Sure. And uh, the the lure companies do that for for R and D. They'll they'll try out different things and figure out. Okay, this is the lure for for salmon in freshwater because of a thousand reasons. But that I've I've learned that this works best. And, and sure. It's, it's uh, it, this is a story I've heard over and over again. Yeah. Okay. No, that's cool. I mean, that's that's really neat because it kind of gives you. Um, you know, it gives you insight that you may not already have. You can guess what's going on down there if they're if they're interested in the lure, or whatever the case may be. But I can just see the, the, the a lot of different aspects for that. But the other thing that you and I talked about when we had lunch is um, you know something that I'm interested in is is the therapy of fishing because you know I'm part of Crosswater Outfitters, as most of my listeners know, fishing ministry. Um, you know, for catfish and, and, and striped bass and white bass. And basically, we see the benefit every time we do an event of how fishing can change lives in a positive way. As far as the therapeutic side of it, not necessarily the, you know, the, the, the part of it, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's, just, that's just fun, you know. So, what have you learned about that? Oh, yeah. Uh, 
I was I was amazed and inspired by some of the stories I heard. Uh, I, I talked to a number of people who who were in the military. I had earlier talked about the the post traumatic stress disorder sure. and the the therapeutic effect there. This is a a really common thing. It's it's amazing to hear these stories about people who who had some sort of traumatic event. I talked to one guy who was diagnosed with a chronic illness and he he fell into a deep depression because uh, he he suddenly had to live with this this great burden on his life and fishing was what pulled him out of it. Oh wow! It, it, he he went out and he he uh, he realized that he could have joy again and fishing. It, it was it really moved me uh, to to hear these stories. Uh, it's 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 so uh, I guess fundamental this experience uh, it's it's so it, it's it's I mean you look back at fishing's been part of the human condition for forever it's uh, how we ate back it, in the day yeah you know? I, I think there's something about it that just that clicks with people and is able to to penetrate and uh, it's it's very fundamental I think there's almost something native about it like we were designed to fish you know I don't know if that's even you know a thing but I mean I just I just thought about that I was just kind of like if that was something that we were born you know to 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 do at some visceral level I mean as far as to go and hunt and gather or go and hunt and fish or go and you know it's just that's kind of stuff amazes me about the human condition like you were saying but also the human experience yeah I, th I think that it's there's a fundamental okay. uh, there's a fundamental uh, element uh, that that I think is really interesting because it's 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 absolutely universal you I've, I've have talked to dozens and dozens and dozens of people and you hear the same story it's it's always different right everyone has a different experience but the same theme underlies it is this is this is how they connect with themselves it's 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 a it's very much an internal growth and, and mental yes. health uh, uh, component and I think it's just incredible well, we've seen soldiers literally that have been hardened from the war, you know, and have had, and I talked about this in a couple of podcasts ago, but people that have been completely hardened by, you know, the, the Iraqi war, the, you know, whatever, the, the, the Gulf, you know, the, the older, you know, Gulf War, the Desert Storms and that kind of stuff, or even the Vietnam uh, Wars, and, and how fishing has softened their hearts. And it just really makes, I didn't know that when I got into all the ministry stuff that I do, but I was just like, Wow, it's almost like they're commuting with nature by just being out on the water, you know, on a boat, or uh, just going out. Of, we one of the first events I ever attended was 2012, uh, and we had the guys were just going out on kayaks and that kind of stuff. And I mean, it was really, really a lot of fun. And the one thing you've got here is um, is uh, is some some of the surveys that you've had, which I'm very fascinated by. Um, some of the surveys that you've done on. Um, on how people are using fishing, um, you know, some of the things that you're finding in, in the interviews. And talk, talk real quick about what you did as far as this interview process that you did uh, with, with kind of surveys. Yeah, so, so I started the surveys with a very simple question. And it was, it was what, has, what, what has underwater footage taught you that allowed you to make, and it was very broad, allowed you to make some sort of decision to get some sort of result mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and, and mm -hmm. describe that to me. And so I tried to keep it very broad and very fundamental to let it just just come naturally. And the, the variety of response was just incredible. Sure. The, the different ways people are using underwater footage to, uh, to change the way that they fish. Uh, the, the, I, I picked out some themes uh, that I'd like to, sh to share that, Please. That, were, that were very common. One thing, one thing that was 
really interesting was there there are some things that people think are fishing gospel that they they either had a mentor or when they were fishing early on they learned something they were taught or they taught or they read or they saw or maybe it was a fishing show and and they thought that that was the the reality and so they always based their style or their strategy off of that fundamental fact Mm -hmm. and then they sent down a camera got footage and learned oh well that's not right at all the that thing that i knew wasn't real uh it was a coincidence and yep. uh one one guy was telling me how easy it is to be fooled by coincidence uh when when you're doing something and something seems to be happening you're missing a huge amount of information about how and why that happened so you could be completely misunderstanding the situation right and and people are uh, I, I was talking to one guy he was a tournament fisherman and he had used the same style because his mentor had taught him how and to do it. Yeah, yeah they, they would fish together in these tournaments and uh, and they were wrong. And, and he, he figured out, oh, my God, this is this is not what, what I'm doing. It's not working. Right. And, and so he he changed it and he went out fishing another tournament with this this mentor of his. And he said, let's let's do this this different thing. And the guy said, what are you crazy? That's not how to do it. And guess what? They won the tournament because because they changed things. Wow. That's a, it was a game changer, I guess, in a way. I mean, just, yeah. just to use the word, you know, across the board, it's a game changer. And, you know, the thing is, it's true. A lot of times we are taught stuff and it's not necessarily... You know what? What is all the time is what we speculated, and what our mentors and teachers have speculated is going on underwater. But yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. The the um, for, when you're looking at like a novice angler, the 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 what you see underwater can help you learn faster because it it kind of it kind of gives context to what's yes. happening. So yes. so you're not making those those uh, correlation mistakes when it's what's when you're trying, you're trying to. There's a coincidence that you think is is some sort of specific action, and it's not reality. Yeah. So, so there's a there's a really good learning component where you're you're avoiding those big missteps that might stick with you for the rest of your fishing life, uh, <laughs> and and so so that's a big thing. And and experienced anglers, they can take it to a whole nother level because once you have that base of knowledge, you can start to pick out these little details. Yeah. And something something that emerged as just kind of a universal trend. Uh, in the way people are analyzing footage is these little details matter a lot. The tiniest little things. I was talking to one guy who was, uh, he was fishing for salmon and he was using uh, worms and, uh, and he, would, he, would, he would cast the worm out and he would, he would bring it back and it would be gone. So he thought that his worms were getting taken and he just wasn't catching. So he changed his hooks and he changed his, his line and he changed everything and he couldn't figure it out. Well, finally he used a camera and he was able to see what in fact was happening wasn't that the fish were taking his worms. It was that the worms were being ripped off of the hook by an oyster bed. And they, oh, they were tearing really? them off. And so he, he got an egg bag and he put the worms in the bag. And all of a sudden he just started getting slammed left and right. Because the bait stayed on the hook. Yeah, he, wasn't, he wasn't losing his bait anymore. So he thought it was, he tried a dozen different things. But being able to actually see what it is, if he had just done that right from the beginning, sure. he would have saved weeks of his time lots of worms a lot of worms <laughs> a whole lot of worms <laughs> yeah it's, that's good it's uh, uh, uh there's so there's there's this really cool it's yeah, the footage for an, a novice is this great foundational learning tool and for an advanced angler it's 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 just this these little details that you can learn and take advantage of just they make all the difference in the world yeah well and it, it excites me i must say can, can i just say it excites me that um 
that you uh, brought an outline to this podcast of notes and stuff like that because so few people do but it's like I always try to talk it's from the heart but you've actually have experience documented from people from interviewing people and I just think it's so cool that you brought that so well the the, the interviews that I've done almost 30 of these now uh, and and we collected those in just a couple of weeks because basically everybody who uses underwater cameras and has this footage yeah. learns something so they all have a story to tell right uh, and, and, and something different in a lot of cases too oh yeah absolutely and unique and what I get really excited about is that we don't just have the stories right we have the video because they've kept it because they learned something That's they cool. got excited it, it, it had value to them they wanted to keep it so we can actually teach people what they learned oh, with yeah. the footage that they collected so telling their story can help all anglers learn how to use underwater footage because uh, because it's 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 really fundamental but I mean there's a lot to learn uh, understanding sure. the light levels and the and the way the fish are behaving it's I, I really think it's going to emerge as a field of study for fishermen it's a whole new mm. j- just like it takes it takes years to really learn how to read the the reading on a fish finder to know yeah. that 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 little tree Christmas tree shaped blob is a pike versus a muskie versus a bait fish versus whatever that takes a long time to learn uh, real expertise it takes experience yeah, for sure so so, so being able to analyze the video, there's some things that are very fundamental and obvious that will immediately improve uh, your fishing game. But then over time, I, I think there's going to emerge a, an entire field of science of analyzing. I was talking to a, a professor uh, in Sweden, actually, who was who was studying perch with the, with cameras, and so he was putting it down to see how they how they were. Uh, uh, behaving with with he was using chickpeas and he's he's kind of a, a cheap ass and he he would uh, he was replacing his real chickpeas with fake cheap it's like chickpeas. I was using corn but yeah. using fake corn yeah, he was using he was using fakeos and after a couple weeks he realized they weren't showing up anymore because they had learned that his bait was fake oh and geez, so, they and found so, him out yeah man. they figured it out so the, the fish actually the fish people think fish are dumb but you know they learn and they learn that yeah. it was fake and so they stopped coming by and he all of a sudden realized that uh, that he had made a big blunder because yeah. they were ignoring they were going and picking out the uh, the real bait uh, and then eventually they just stopped coming because they didn't <laughs> want all the fake bait wow i mean that's just that it's funny because the fish figured them out you know they, they, they weren't going to buy into the lie you know it, it was but i love it yeah, he's just being cheap <laughs> that was funny but i mean it really because because it takes so long a lot of times to educate yourself and, and the experience and that kind of stuff, this is just an asset and a tool. And that's one thing I'm big about on this podcast, guys, that are listening to this. I care about new and innovative and ways to help you do what you do in the outdoors better. That's really where my heart is on why I do this podcast, why I've done it for four years. Um, you know, and it's been going strong, and a lot of the podcasts have come and gone. I'm still here. But, I mean, the thing I'm saying is that having guests like adam here is is really what i'm about because you know this is this is a way to be a game changer for your fishing life you know these these go fish cams aren't that expensive either right as far as, as, far as the cost and everything like that yeah right? yeah they, they retail for uh, 239.99 yeah. Yeah. yeah and and it's people when people think of them as as just like a a toy to capture video then that that does seem a little steep sometimes i can understand that but the way people use them it's it's a tool it's 
This is this is a vital piece of equipment, uh, and and people who have ten thousand dollar electronic setups on their boats are still (laughs) they're still learning new things that they otherwise would not have seen. It's it's uh, for a lot of people it's like the natural progression and extension to use to be used in concert with a fish finder. Uh, It it takes that that intel and it makes it that much better. Intel that's what I've been looking for all morning. Intelligence yeah I mean that 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 feedback. Of of what's going on underneath the water and stuff that we'd like to know, stuff inquiring minds that fish want to know, stuff that uh, professional anglers have wanted to know for years. We're making that you know, with with this product, y'all are making this uh, a reality. Yeah, know, and, and Intel like Intel is universal. If if you have more information, you can learn faster, you can fish better, you can fish smarter. Yeah, that's that's great. That's awesome. All right, continue with your list. Sorry, I'm going to do. Oh no no, no, it's fine. <laughs> uh, th- there's a lot of really good stuff in here. The uh, something that I thought was great was was people understanding fish behavior. Sure. Uh, not just not just uh, what worked to catch them, but actually how they're how they're uh, re- behaving. Uh, for example, I, I was talking to a guy who he fishes for striper year round, uh, yeah. and he, he actually does a lot of tournament fishing, and uh, and what he's learned is it's it's for, for his waters, and it's always different for for different waters, which is another really interesting thing. But for his waters. Uh, they they have to stay in the cold water. They always want to be where the water's colder. So as it heats up in the summer, they, they, they normally in the summer stay in rivers. And as it heats up, they start to slowly migrate up into lakes. And so... Into he, the deeper parts of the lakes. Into the deeper like parts it, of the lakes. Because it's cold. Cooler, yeah, and yeah. so... And the bait fish that they're eating in the rivers is different from the lakes. So not only are they moving around, so he's, he's using underwater footage to better track them and, and keep up with them, but they're changing their eating habits because the bait fish that they're that they're on top of are different at different times of the year. Sure. So so not just what lures am I showing them, but why am I showing them those lures? Sure. That's the question he can answer now is to understand that. I, w- I was talking to a guy who he was fishing uh, he was fishing in a in kind of a colder area in Canada, mm-hmm. and the the bugs that came out in the early spring season. The types of insects that were coming out—that was the key, because it was just—it was, uh, if I remember correctly, it was—it was like mosquito larvae and and some some water beetles. Okay. And so, because he knew what at that time of year, and he could see what they were going for, yeah. he was able to tailor his approach. And so, during that time of the year, he was just just getting smashed. You know, he he was he was just slamming, 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 slamming. He was hooking up because yeah. he knew exactly what they were thinking. He could understand. He could get in the in the mind of a fish and understand their behavior. The brain of a fish. Exactly. Yes, that's good. That's good. Yeah. The 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 other thing, especially that striper story, when he's following those migrations, he was saying that it used to take him three to four trips to find them when they were migrating because he would he would uh, troll up and down the river. And then eventually he would get hit up on something. He would fish for days to try to find them. And uh, he said he, he spent so much money <laughs> on gas, just gas alone, trying to find these, these striper as they migrated. But then with the camera, he would he would drop the camera down. He would check no it. No bait or anything, just Ju- the camera. Just drop the camera yeah, down the camera. and see what's down there. And then he'd reel it back in, he'd check the video, he'd say, oh, they're not here. He'd go up a quarter mile and he'd drop it down again. And he would just leapfrog up the river. And, a lot and more efficient. Yeah, he said he said he can do uh, in four hours what used to take him four trips wow. to find him. That's it. I mean, that's a really cool. I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense. 
because you save gas. I mean, it's paid for itself in just one trip, probably with the gas that he saved. You yep, know what yep. I'm saying? I mean, just just that type of technology. If you make the investment in it, you know, it's not it. It'll pay for itself, right? It's it's a tool. I, I really if if you're if you're out there thinking, well, I could buy a new rod or I could buy a new reel. I, I really would recommend consider underwater footage because uh, the the benefit, the short and long term benefits of this footage you can learn a whole a whole new sure. uh, perspective uh, you you might learn that something you've been doing that was catching fish a quarter of the time when they hooked up is completely wrong uh, i was talking to a guy who was using a worm harness and he was getting hit left and right but when he when he saw the footage it turns out that his hooks are wrong he just he, oh, he had, they wow. weren't they weren't they weren't actually hooking up and so he changed he, he completely threw it out because he was getting interest, but he wasn't able to hook him up, and it just wasn't working. He switched to a crankbait, and now he's just getting hit after hit after hit. Because it's better to hook up on a crankbait, easier to hook up on a crankbait than a, than a warm harness. Absolutely. Okay, that yeah, makes so, sense. Yeah, so similar amount of interest, he realized, with a crankbait. He thought right. the worm was this uh, this amazing thing, but he was only getting hooked up about 25% of the time. Yeah. And with the crankbait, they were just slamming it. They, it was a predatory response. They were coming in, they were slamming it, and he was getting them hooked up almost every time that they hit his bait oh yeah wow that's cool i mean it's just it's interesting i i just mm -hmm. years ago i would have never thought something like this existed like this you know as far as uh, but even the thing that really sold me i wanted to do an interview with you is when we were at icast and i'm just I, my 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 mind is is drawn to the footage you have on both sides of the booth of the tv monitors that are showing this in action and showing this muskie come up and you know and follow and follow and follow and then slam or you know the shark that comes up and follows and follows and then turns away or whatever the case may be you get to see all that i mean it's 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 great i, I just you know i and on some people look guys some people will say i'm easily amused okay but i really think if it's going to help you i want to showcase it on the show if it's going to be a value to you guys and i do a lot of solo shows where it's all about you know stuff i can teach that i've learned and i just learn enough to teach sometimes you know but i mean i i really really you know see the value in something like this which is why i had to have you on well i i think it's a it's an emerging technology that's that's really shaking things up uh it's it's pretty disruptive uh and as far as as uh taking what's what's known the gospel and and turning it on its head because you finally right. can actually see what's going on yeah. i just think i think that story is amazing and i want to share it sure. uh, and i think i think people uh get it once they see the footage once they actually see that that musky following and then slamming they they get it because because uh, i mean i'll give you another anecdote i've got them uh, i love it this is great stuff my pockets this, are full of them this is a great interview adam you're doing well so. oh well thanks um, well, there was a guy who he, he learned that, and this is kind of one of those more advanced techniques. He's a pretty experienced guy. He's a charter captain, mm -hmm. and he likes his goal is to make sure that his customers catch as many giant fish as possible sure. so that they talk to their friends about how great his charter ship is and he gets more bookings. Of so, course, and so that's, I work with a lot of charter captains too, so I don't even understand yeah. exactly how that works. So, yeah. so his goal in life is to, is to hook up as much as possible. And uh, what he learned from the camera was if he would troll fast that was what attracted them but they wouldn't they wouldn't bite it, it and it, it's always different every water every species uh, even every day things change but with his species he was he was learning that when he trolled fast that was what hooked him in uh pardon the pun that was what brought their attention <laughs> in and, and it got them to start following but they they wouldn't they wouldn't strike 
And then he would stop the boat. He would start slowing down and they would hit. And so he was able to see that the fast troll attracted was too fast. them. Yeah. It attracted them. The slow troll wouldn't attract them. The fast troll attracted them. But the slow but then he would slow down. Okay. So he started pulsing his speed, going fast to attract and then slow to hook, and they just started slamming it. That's awesome. Wow. What a great I mean that's but again, that's a gift of feedback, you know. Exactly. Which, you know, in business world isn't always that, that, that important. But, I mean, when it comes to fishing, it's, it's everything in a lot of ways. Because you get to learn, you know, and experience. And experience with the fish is experiencing, too. Yeah. That's it's fascinating. A, it's, fishing is, has always been a world of trial and error. It's, yeah. It takes decades to master because it's incredibly complicated. I don't think people understand how, how complicated fishing really Especially is. Especially from the outside looking in. Oh, people yeah. that don't understand fishing is it is a science, it is an art form, it is it is something you have to dial into to get and then and then the variables are, are massive because you have different lakes, different lures working on different lakes. Catfish for instance, you know, Roy Simmons up in um uh, Richland Chambers uses Danny King's punch bait, and then uh, he's one of my hotspot reporters for the magazine. And then um, Weldon Kirk, he uses CJ's punch bait on Lake Somerville because it works better on that lake. And it's just like it takes years to figure all that stuff out, you know. I mean, and just this just helps you do that a little bit quicker. Yeah, it's it's and one guy, and I'll never forget this quote because uh, I thought it was really powerful. He was saying he he learned in a couple outings what had taken him about five years yeah. to learn. Because being able to actually see it, it's not trial and error. It's not guesswork. You see it. You can actually watch what's happening. And as soon as you have it reeled up, you it downloads to your phone. Right and you there. Can, oh, and, and you can make a change right then and see the result right then. And so so instead of, instead of uh, just wondering what of a million right. different factors are causing the result that you're yes. getting. And so e even if you make a change, you don't really know why that change was the, the trigger. But when you can see it, then you can understand it. And that, that right there, that little piece is kind of fundamental to all of this, being sure. able to see that feedback loop where you didn't have it before. Right. Uh, and it's, right. it's helping new people learn faster. It's helping pros get better. Uh, it's help, like uh, the, I mean, just talk about kids. Kids are able to see, even if they didn't catch something, they're able to see what was down there. And that gets them excited. So a lot of the charter captains I've talked to who take a lot of kids out, are telling me how great the cameras are for getting them excited oh, about cool. fishing. Because suddenly suddenly it's not just this unknown that right. that is really hard and they're not catching anything. They can show them that, that lunker that's just that's down there. Lurking was, beneath yeah, the it deep. Was, they know? could see that it was following their lure and they now they want to come back because they want to catch it. Yeah, they they cool. just they want to make that It gets that them hooked. Step. I mean, oh, I hate yeah. to use that. <laughs> they, they get hooked on fishing, but I mean, that, that's, I, I don't even think about the kids' mindset. I'm just kind of thinking of the adult angler out there, you know, it's been grinding for years and, so, and, stuff, and this has helped them, but for kids, it's a game changer too because they have technology with their phones that they get to work through and and see it work and see that gift of feedback right away yeah i have got That's a awesome. i've got a, a friend named brady who's uh, out of georgia and he, he he loves fishing with his family he's got uh, just a beautiful family they they always fish together and he'll when you put the camera in bobber mode it floats on the surface you can live stream because it's, oh, cool. it's on the it's surface. on the surface yeah, yeah so he'll uh, when he's fishing with his family he'll put it in bobber mode and give his phone to his kids and they can watch as he fishes and so it's this this so this cool. this joint thing that they get to do together and I, I've always we got some pictures of them doing it I, I just think it's amazing
see a you know you can see a striper come up and hit that top water you know in bobber mode I guess, oh yeah right? oh yeah, yeah. You, cool. you get to see everything yeah. no we uh the the bobber mode's pretty interesting that's that's one way that fly fishermen actually use the camera oh cool yeah because you, you'd think, think you'd think there's no way to use a camera for fly fishing and really there isn't it's 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 heavy. It, I mean, it's not heavy, but it's... Yeah, it's, you can't swing this thing around. Yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah. kill somebody. <laughs> but uh, but the, what they'll do is they'll they'll uh, put it on a hand line. Yeah. They, they won't put a hook on it. They'll just toss it out yeah, yeah. and use it as a as a above, above view, a second pair of eyes on the water yeah. to, to sight fish, basically. That's a good idea, too. That's a really good idea. I, I just was thinking, you know, I've had Bill Carey on the show before, Striper Express out of Lake Texoma, and he talks about the explosive topwater striper bite. Because it looks like the water's boiling underneath it, and I was fishing with Roy Simmons on um, uh, Original Chambers a couple of years ago. Now we were we were following the um, the white bass and hybrid run. Um, it looked like the water was on fire; it was boiling so much, and it's because those fish were basically up there, um, you know, feeding on pushing shad to the top. And you could throw a bare hook in the water, dude. I mean, it was that good. And, and it was like we throw a spoon through a topwater, um, you know, a, a popper, I mean, whatever the case may be, whatever topwater you could throw, they'd bite on top. You throw it, you know, through the group of fish and through the group of shad, they'd hit that. I mean, we would have a, a jig that would be like 18 inches up from the, from the slab, and we would catch on both hooks. Oh, my God. That's incredible. So fishing like that, I'm like, that's where you really need a camera to see all of them going after the same bait, you know? Yeah, we've, we've seen a, a couple... Uh, double hookups and we're, we're waiting for our first triple hookup on a on an umbrella but <laughs> oh, your umbrella rig. We're, that's cool. we're, we're hoping to see it it's uh Gasting it's gonna happen eventually yeah we, we it. got it we got a couple double we we saw one recently it was a, a barracuda it was a, a high-speed trolling in the in in salt water and wow. uh, they, they hooked up a barracuda and then a second barracuda flies out of nowhere and just takes a bite out of the side of the first one uh and, and actually it it tears it off it tears it off the hook uh so so the whole thing this it's one of my favorite videos i've ever seen from uh from an underwater camera and it it would have never you'd never known because it, it would have just been an empty hook if yeah. you had reeled it back in yeah, you would never cool. would have seen it that's cool that's special you know that's stuff you don't just hear about or see about all the time but you know getting getting that real time not really real time but close to real time uh video footage of what's going on you know when i first met brandon austin was like when did this start 20 i know you're you're newer to this but 2016 is that uh, when yeah 2015 2015 all right launch, so yeah. i met him in 2016 when he was still in the midst of launching everything and getting the funding and everything together and he told me, he said, it's not so much what happens when you have the camera, but it's so much what happens after you pull that camera up and look at the footage. And you're like, that could have been, you know, <laughs> the fish almost hit it, you know, and just that whole, that whole, what might have been, you know, kind of thing. But that's fun. That's what makes fishing, you know, I mean, that, and that you can adjust your grind. You can yeah. adjust uh, oh, your... Yeah you're uh you know and get and catch more too and so. I, i'm a i'm a pretty competitive guy so uh so for me there's me another piece which is a little bit a little bit more silly but uh, to me i mean it matters which is i can actually show you the one that got away yeah, yeah. right i i don't yeah. have to i don't that's have to good just, that's I, good you I, don't have to just tell the story about the one that's this big yeah it's, it's this big yeah well no no it actually was that big and i can prove it that's good um, you've got a, another thing starting in about five minutes. So anything you want to wrap up about, I don't want to keep you that much longer. No, I, uh, I think we kind of hit all the high points. Oh, the last thing for all you anglers out there who are 
uh, frustrated because your your style isn't working or something, the fish are down there. Yeah, that's 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 for real. Yeah, <laughs> they're there. They're looking at your bait. They know what's it what's going on. Basically, every time you cast, trust me, we've seen enough of this footage. They're down there. So just keep trying, keep changing things. You'll get them eventually. That's good. I mean, that's great advice because a lot of times we'll have a slow day and we're just like, you know, they just aren't there. You nope, know, they're there. They're and there. unless you're fishing the shallows in the middle of winter, I mean, chances are they're in the deep. You know, I mean, it, unless you're fishing the the um, the deep in the middle of the summer, you know, where they're not, and vice versa. It's just. If you know where they approximately are and use something like an underwater camera to help you find and locate, I mean, the rest is just your skill. Yeah, I, I was talking to a guy who uh, who was trying to understand the lunar patterns. And, right. And the, during the lunar cycle, uh, the trout were really lethargic mm -hmm. and they just weren't aggressive. And so he was he had always thought that, but now he had real video, video evidence yeah, showing right. when he's one time of the month, they're really aggressive and they just... just Hit, hit his bait right away sure, sure. at the time of the month they're not even feeding they're just down there just lazing around and so so it's not that it's not doing necessarily trout things yeah just, just being trout. <laughs> so, be trout so just uh just don't despair the, the fish are down there they're waiting you just have to figure out uh how they tick and and you'll catch them that's good that's really good uh go fish cam contact facebook Twitter, yep, yep. yep. All that stuff. Uh, check out the Go Fish Cam website to learn more. There's there's a YouTube channel. There's uh, just Go Fish Cam. You find it. We'll we'll be there. There's yeah. there's so many amazing videos uh, out there, uh, and we're going to be adding more as as these stories come together. Uh, so you can actually see some of these things in action. And and it works via wireless via Wi-Fi, correct? As far as the Wi-Fi signal that the, the, the device gives off to the phone, or does it work through Bluetooth, or how does it work? Yeah, so the camera uh, has a wireless signal that it projects. So what that means is it's not, it, let, let's say you're out in the middle of nowhere, you don't have cell service, it still works. Yeah. The camera itself is actually creating the Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi signal. That's signal. what I was asking. And yeah, your I've phone connects to that. And things like that. Yeah. yeah okay, so, cool. so you when when it's above the surface, uh, within 30 feet, you can stream to your phone. Right. Uh, w when you connect to the phone with your, uh, with the camera uh, on the app, you can change settings. You can, uh, you can you can change all sorts of things to. If you're more interested in scouting and less interested in capturing HD video, you can lower the the HD setting and get a longer battery life. Right. There, there's all sorts of things you can do. Um, and, uh, and, and you can review right there on the boat or right. there's a micro SD card. You can, you can plug it into your computer or, uh, or, or pull it off with a USB cable uh, and, and review the footage at home. Uh, so it kind of depends on the style, but some people will review it right there in the water and make a change right there. Some people prefer to go back and review it at home when they're right. comfortable on their couch and just go through all the footage that they collected. Yeah. And, and the, the cool thing about it is that it's not your average Joe, you know, product that's just been done before or been, you know, it, it's, it's something that's unique and the way that y'all do it at GoFish is unique. And that's why I wanted to have you on because I wanted to get you some outside of the box content on this show because, you know, last episode I talked about fishing, uh, hunting and fishing and, and the outdoor lifestyle as it relates to fitness and health and eating what you what you harvest and that kind of stuff. But here, this is about how to make you a better grinder, a better hustler, 
better angler, you know, getting out there and finding the fish and, and helping you do that quicker and more effective, and my other word, efficient. Exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. You know, Go Fish Cam's a, an American company based out of Austin, Texas. Yep, that's uh, where we are right now is Austin, Texas, a little north, uh, southwest or southeast of where I live. So. Yep, yep. It's, uh, it's, it's an amazing new technology. The, the field is just, it, this, we're really cutting edge here. The, the field is emerging and... Uh, and these products are are just changing things. Pe- people yeah. are are uh, they're seeing them as the next evolution of the fish finder. It's it's right. it's a it's a leap forward, and cool. I, I just want people to understand how valuable and useful yeah, this really sure. is. Sure, I mean this has been great. You've, you've been a great interview. Um, so, do you want anybody to contact you at all, Facebook page or anything like that, or do you just want to go to the Go Fish? Yeah, if anybody uh, has questions, questions about that's what I mean, if, yeah. if they have questions about the uh, the camera or the footage, or just want to talk about fishing, uh, yeah, you can you can reach out to me. My email is adam at gofishcam.com. Cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll answer your questions. I'm happy to do so. If you reach out to us, uh, you, you call our number, we'll pick up. It goes straight to our phones. Uh, yep. Uh, so if you want to talk to me directly, just the number on our website goes goes right to us. Oh, cool. That's great. That's awesome. Uh, so accessible. You know, that's the nice thing I like about you is that we've had lunch last week, and I just really enjoyed the time learning more about how this is benefited i just had to i had to share it with my listeners so yeah, yeah, thank the, you so much for there, doing there's this there's a there's a business philosophy that that underlies this which is customer service direct com- communication i want to talk to every single person sure. who uses a camera i want to make sure that they're having a good experience that they understand how to use it uh, and and that they come back again and again because because sure. uh, because this is valuable to them yeah Oh, that's solid. That's great. That's awesome. Uh, anything else to say before we go? No, I just want to thank you for the time. Uh, thank you I really, for the time. I really appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity to speak about this. Yeah. I'm, I'm a super nerd for this. I get really excited about it. I love that it. about you, then, uh, man. So, yeah, I do appreciate it. You know, this is good. And, and the other thing that you're looking at doing is doing some um, some written work, too, you know, that we may showcase at some point as far as just uh, just getting out the benefits of video feedback for, for fishing and that kind of stuff. And just your, your this is kind of your passion, you know, as far as this goes. And I could tell that the first time I met you and I was like, this guy I've got to have on the podcast. So, I mean, I just kind of felt that that deep in your soul is, was was that that was kind of where you were on that. Your yeah, heart the, was on I, that, so. I want to teach people how to use underwater footage. I want to show them what people have learned so they can try sure. it out. Sure. Uh, we've we're we're developing a, a series of of much. I mean, we've been talking broadly with right. some anecdotes, but right. but when you really get into the details uh, about some specific things that people are doing, that's when you start to learn. Sure. And that that's where I want to teach people those lessons. And it works all over the place. I mean, it can work salt water, it can work fresh water, it can oh, work yeah. you know a deep deep shore or deep sea or uh, inshore or. Um, or fresh, you know, uh, Great Lakes, or uh, or you know, Texas Lakes, or whatever the case may yeah, be. Yeah, oh, they're basically indestructible. We we uh, we test every unit down to 500 feet depth. Uh, wow. We test uh, a number down to 728 feet in oh our pressure goodness. chamber. Wow. Uh, and we've actually uh, we we've actually dropped them down a lot further, and they're they're fine. They can go down as deep as you're generally ever going to want to use them. Right. Um, right. And they're very robust. We designed this thing. To, to bounce off rocks and, and logs and yeah. whatever you're doing, it's yeah. it's powerful. The the connection point can handle a thousand pounds of tension. So yeah. uh, when it's rigged up, you're you're not gonna 
not going to worry about it. That's good. That's really good. And like I said, I just I invite people to check it out. And uh, you gave me a little mini tour of the of the facility that you have. I'm on location again, guys, here with my mobile mic, um, just basically talking about um, you know how how important this kind of stuff is. And and at a new uh, at a new location this week. So um, you know, thank you guys for hanging in there with me. And um, thanks again, Adam. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, Thank you guys so much again for uh, listening to this. Check out our three newsletters. Uh, you've got Tactical Practical, our Tactical Tuesday. You've got uh, Wild Wilderness Wednesday, I think is what it's called now. And then the uh, Thursday Texas State of the Outdoor Nation newsletter. You can check out three times a week uh, those three newsletters, uh, fishgame.com. Check out all the podcasts, subscribe, leave us a five-star rating, all the other fun stuff i got to say at the end. And uh, thank you guys so much for watching, reading, and listening. Have an awesome day in the outdoors. We'll see you next time.